This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today, I'm so glad to welcome back to the podcast my friend, Chris Morphew. Chris is an author, teacher, and school chaplain living in Sydney, Australia. He has written a lot of books. He's written over 20 novels for children and youth, including an amazing six-book young adult series called The Phoenix Files. They're so much fun. I hope you'll check them out. He's also written some incredibly helpful books for teens and tweens, like the Big Question series from The Good Book Company and 100 Days in the Gospel According to Mark called The Best News Ever. These are great books. I know it'll sound like I'm exaggerating, but I I hope you go pick them up because they're just so good. My kids love them. I love them. On another note, Chris enjoys Mario Kart, obscure board games, and superhero movies, and that's actually the real reason he's on the podcast. So, Chris, welcome. Well, thank you so much for having me. And there will be a superhero reference by the end of the podcast. Don't you worry, champ. I have have nothing if not predictable. Good. Well, I'm glad for that. I'm also glad it's not the obscure board games because then I would be completely lost. Oh, we need to have a whole other podcast about that. I, we could talk about that for a long time. Well, I am looking forward, however, to talking to you about God's word. So I know you have a passage for us. So what do you want to talk about today? I would love to talk about Matthew chapter 17, verses 19 and 20. And it says, then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked, why couldn't we drive it out? He replied, because you have so little faith. Truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Oh, wow. So this passage just raises all sorts of questions in my mind. But Before we even get to what I'm asking and thinking, I want to know what you're thinking. So if you were to put these verses in your own words, Chris, what would that sound like? Kind of bring us into the meaning here. Well, this is this is why I wanted to bring this passage today, because it's taken me a while to figure out how I would do that, because it sure does seem like Jesus is promising, speaking of my love of superheroes that he will give me superpowers if I follow him and that right. sounds excellent and so the it that the disciples are talking about when they say why couldn't we drive it out the context here is Jesus has just driven a demon out of somebody mm-hmm. and the disciples have been trying and they haven't been able to do it and they're like well why couldn't we do it and Jesus says well if you have faith as small as a mustard seed you could you could move mountains around and I used to find this passage really kind of confusing and discouraging. It sounds awesome, but it also sounds like it's not true. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I have tried it. Like in my childhood, upon seeing mountains, I've been like, I've really tried to like summon up my faith and move and it never did. So that was disappointing to childhood me. Obviously your faith was smaller than a grain of mustard seed. So that's the conclusion, right? Right. And so either Jesus is incorrect, which is not a view that I am able to hold to, given other things I believe, or my faith is so bad because there's so many things I can do. Like if all it takes is faith as small as a a mustard seed to move a whole mountain, and if I can barely get through my day sometimes, I'm doomed, right? But thankfully I'm not. And, but I think it's so tempting to like qualify this passage with all kinds of 
caveats to kind of insulate ourselves against disappointment. Like, oh, well, he didn't mean it literally. Like, he just meant you'd be able to overcome some of life's challenges and you can't expect too much. And anytime someone says you can't expect too much in reference to Jesus, I'm like, I think we've gone off the rails here. But because Jesus literally concludes his teaching with nothing will be impossible for you. So I don't think we can get away with like trying to make it like, I think Jesus actually means we have the capacity to move mountains and we need to wrestle with the magnitude of that. But that's where it gets really confusing. Okay. So yeah, that's where I have questions. What is Jesus saying that we have authorization to do? Well, this, this sent me on a little rabbit trail because if you jump across to the parallel passage in Mark, that you find the same story. And we read that after Jesus had gone indoors, his disciples asked him privately, why couldn't we drive the impure spirit out? And he replied, this kind can only come out by prayer and fasting. This is the same account, but apparently Jesus also said this. So which is it? Why can't I move the mountain? Is the answer, why couldn't we drive out the demon? Because you have so little faith? Or because this kind can only come out by prayer and fasting? So do I need more faith so I can move the mountain myself? Or do I need to pray and fast more so I can get God to move the mountain for me? And either way, why can't I get the mountain to move? But of course, these aren't contradictory words from Jesus. They go hand in hand. And this is where it all kind of came together for me. Nothing will be impossible for you is a declaration from Jesus about God's power, not about our power. And I, as much as I would love for Jesus to promise me superpowers, that's not the deal. If those disciples were ever going to drive out that evil spirit, it would be through faith expressed through prayer and fasting and dependence on God, not just assuming their own capacity as those connected to Jesus. So it's not like, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. I should be able to move mountains. It is being associated with Jesus doesn't mean I grow in my own innate strength or that I suddenly get endowed with superpowers to do whatever I want whenever I want. This means growing in my strength. So the connection with God, the reliance on him, that's always going to be the thing. So if I have faith as small as a mustard seed, nothing will be impossible for me, even moving a literal mountain. But Jesus isn't promising to give us the power and the permission to move whatever mountains we want, whenever we want. The gift here is that as we grow in our faith, we grow in our capacity, independence on God to step into the work that God wants us to do. You know, I think of Jesus in the garden, not my will, but yours. And so because we accomplish all of this in God's unlimited power, there's no limit to what we might do, but it's about the power to do the best thing, not just whatever cool Iron Man skills I would prefer to have if I had the option. <laughs> yeah. So while all of us would love to go Iron Man and you know have superpowers on tap, where little prayer, little fasting, and you're not going to believe what I can do next, you know, watch this trick. How does Jesus want us to apply this? So you are a chaplain at a school. One of your kids raises their hand and says, what do I do with this? How do I live this out today? Yeah. What does this, what do these verses have to do with me today, where I am? What, what do you say? Well, interestingly, the next time in Matthew's gospel that Jesus talks about nothing being impossible is in Matthew 19, where Jesus says to his disciples, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. And then the disciples are like, well, who can be saved? And God says, well, with human beings, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. And so as much as the Marvel fan in me does hold on to the hope that one day God might have a good and godly reason for me to get to move a literal mountain, the <laughs> truth is 
he's already in Jesus done the bigger, better, more impossible thing. And that's to reconcile me to himself in Jesus. And now Jesus invites me to partner with him to extend that invitation to other people, to welcome them into that same impossible made possible kind of life, full of the assurance that comes from knowing that there's no one too far off for God to save. None of my friends are too lost for God to welcome them home to. There is no problem too big for Jesus to bring me through the other side of it. So I think there's real assurance here. There's real peace here because I think fundamentally being a Christian is realizing actually God's plan is better than my plan. So as much as my plan might be fly through the air and shoot lasers out of my eyes and move a mountain, because how cool would that be? (laughs) The bigger, better thing that Jesus is inviting me to do is to get on board with his mission in the world. And as I lean into that reality, there is no limit to what might happen because there is no limit to God's power. Yeah. So in some ways we can look at this verse and think, okay, God's going to be like my servant or like what you're saying is actually Jesus is calling us to live in faith as his servants. Mm. The difference in perspective is enormous. So I want to thank you for serving us so well today by taking us to this passage in Matthew chapter 17. Chris, could you just close our time by praying this verse for all of us? Absolutely. I'd love to. Loving God, I pray for all of us listening here that you would continue to enrich our faith in you and our reliance on you so that we can step into the good works that you call us to with greater and greater power, not with our power, but with a greater and greater reliance on yours. And may that be to your glory and for the salvation of many people that we know and love. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.